Hey, all you little stinkers. We have some unfortunate news you may have already caught wind of. Rooster Teeth, our parent company, is closing its doors. So you may wonder, what does that mean for Tales from the Stinky Dragon? Well, to be completely candid, we're not sure right now. We have a bit of time, and we will luckily be able to keep making more episodes for the time being. Something we want to stress more than anything is that we love making this show. We're so grateful for all of you who have supported it, shared it, drawn fan art for it, became part of this amazing community. It has meant the world to us. There are still a lot of unknowns, but what we do know is we want to find any possible way to keep making this podcast and playing D&D together. We hope you'll stick with us as we figure things out and continue to be stinky with us as we navigate our direction through this. Promise we will update you when we have more news, but for now, thank you for being here. If you purchased a puppet video or audio message for Stinky Worry, we will deliver on those. We don't want to leave you hanging. It just, we're working on it right now. It's going to take us a little bit of time. Also want to get the Grotesk Dice set out to you all. It will be available March 13th at 10 a.m. Central Time if you check out stinkydragonpod.com slash store. Also, we'll be pausing any future Discord events and live streams for the immediate future as we find out more information. The best way you can support the show in the meantime uh, is listen to the content and interact with us on social media and Discord. Spread the show via word of mouth and share the news. Oh, and of course, stay stinky. This is a Rooster Teeth production. All you arch druids, tree stride into the stinky dragon, knock back our latest nightcap, born to be wild shape. It's a mixture of mass curacao wounds, entangled tequila, animal message gin, topped with fairy fire framboy. Framboy. Frambois. There you go. <laughs> Keep that in. Yeah, yeah. Framboy. It's a mixture of mass curacao wounds, entangled tequila, animal message gin, topped with fairy fire framboise. <laughs> one bottle of this beastly booze, you'll hear nature calling sooner than you think. It was one of those words where I had to say it multiple <laughs> times to get it right. Like, I knew what I needed to say, but my bah, mouth, my mouth just wasn't doing it. Ba That's how you know you get it right. <laughs> Previously, our adventurers caught up with Bart's decrepit dads. Next, they traveled to an anarchs filled herb bloom and detoured to embryo woods. But they encountered more anarchs fighting fairly fairy like locals. They managed to fend them off with the help from an old infinite acquaintance. Bring over a bib and let's bounce back into our fragrant fae fable. A horde of anarchs emerges from a tunnel to the north and charges towards you all. Boom, boom, boom. <sighs> Out from the treetops leaps a hulking hunchback wielding a tree trunk hammer and a glistening goblet. The towering colossus lands on the ground with a boom, quaking the earth beneath you, and wham, her hammer pummels a handful of anarchs into sizzling red dust. Oh, she's on her side. Oh, yeah. Wham, wham, wham. She batters the red dust into the ground a few more times. The remaining anarchs stop in their tracks and scatter back into the tunnel. The Herculean hunchback screams into the air. Nothing can stop grizzlies. No. Stop. Just stop. They're already gone. You leave. Come on, we gotta have a catchphrase. We used to do it all the time back when we were. The two heads turn and face you with a raised eyebrow. Infinites? Grizzly! <laughs> Grizzly instinctively raises her tree trunk hammer and glares at you all. Ooh. Oh. Do I know you? Have we fought before? We're the Infinites! Hi, I'm Kyborg. <laughs> Big fan of your work. Not sleeks, though. 
<laughs> Just in case. <laughs> yeah. What business do you have in Pip Orchard or Embryo Woods, for that matter? We're looking for baby woods. Well, that's, in, <laughs> that's where we are. Oh. oh, we're coming to visit uh, Bart's home homeland. He was born here. The tree. We're also trying to track down Gullin. What's your dad's name? Dad. <laughs> it's like his real name. It's like Galindor. Yeah. But it's. I think it's just Galindar, isn't it? No. Uh, uh, Ga Ga Galindor? Ga Galen? Ganondor. Inspiration die for whoever remembers. Garador. Hey, there it is. Garador. Inspiration die for Chris. You already have one, though, I think. Magic card. Also, I don't think it should, I should he get should an inspiration die for his name. Yeah. Well, as far as Gum Gum knows, it's dad. It's very true. Yeah. Technically, you fought us. Yes, that is correct. But it was under duress. Uh, we do not mean you any harm. We don't mean anybody any harm here today. By the way, my name is Mud, and uh, we are in fact the Infinites 2.0. Interns. Yeah. See, see we were kind of looking for you guys for a while, but then like a lot of stuff happened, and we became the Infinites. We're not trying to take your jobs or anything. I'm trying to take your job. <laughs> Sounds like you did. Oh, I, I, why not have eight infinites? Well, I mean, if, you, if, if you're going to say that, I'd have to ask, where have you been to do your job? Yeah. Hmm? How'd you survive the pyramid place that I can't remember? The Escalon. Escalon. Esh oh. Escalon. 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 Both Grizzly and Aleve seem to have, like, a pensive look in their eyes. We don't remember that very well. Mm. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> Who do you work with as infinites in your hometown? Doctor. Dr. Ahem, of yeah. course. We were with Mayor Prattle, but then he... <coughs> and then I run my fingers through my throat. What did you do to Mayor Prattle? No, he died because of uh, Paralyte, who turns out is his daughter. And I think he had some sort of cancer from Sangria Night. Grizzly and Aleve both look at each other and exchange a nod. Do they bonk heads because their heads are so close together and they're sharing the same body? They time it. They alternate. So one's leaning back when the other one's leaning forward when they're nodding their heads. Oh, that's fun. Doing a dance. Hey, I'm doing the same too. <laughs> Grizzly stows their goblet and hammer, then reaches up toward their neck to a floral talisman. They seem to break it in half and whoosh, flower petals and leaves swirl around Grizzly. The Herculean Hulk separates into two silhouettes closer to your height. Oh. Before you now stand a hunchback earth genasi, and a lightfoot halfling with an eye patch. We've never met them in, we've never met you in your- Separate states? Separate forms, yeah. Aleve uh, looks at you, Kyborg, and says, I believe a proper introduction is in order. I am Marcy Burns, also known as Eleve the Amender. Eleve bows and gives Grizzly the side eye. Were we supposed to make stage names? <laughs> you're, you're you do. You, you, you have, have a stage one. name. Yeah. I forgot my last name, so I just said the uh, mighty. You you are you are uh, Gum Gum as your stage name. That's my stage name. Well, I mean, it's not your your, your birth name. So what's your stage name? Well, I gave my name Galindor, but I don't know what it calls. <laughs> Grizzly Anyways, Grizzly we... looks uh, frustrated and interrupts. <sighs> I'm Bow Bender, but I prefer Grizzly. She keeps a firm grasp on her bark-covered hammer. So we've met Aleve. Yes, we saved you because you were you were acting like Mother Abby. Yeah, Mother Abby. But we all got grizzly. Wow. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen you guys together, but not together. You know, like as one. Are you guys? Are you guys a couple? You guys took that Spice Girl song really seriously, didn't you? Wanna be? I mean, that that too. Did everyone introduce themselves? 
I think Mud was about to. I think I interrupted. Well, I introduced myself. Uh, I was the top okay. of the introduction. This is our leader, Bart. And Bart, hello. <laughs> Bart stands up with his hands on his hips. Mm. You are roughly the same height as Aleve. Oh. But you knew that. You've met Aleve before. Yep. As uh, Mother Abby. Mm-hmm. I'm Bart, the quarterling. Quarterling? That's yeah, right. I'm- we're, we're just as surprised yeah. as you are. <laughs> Me too. It's <laughs> new information to us. Why, do, so do you not recall why you're here at the Embryo Woods? Aleve seems more forthcoming and uh, is the one who answers your question. Aleve says, We went back to Boulderay after the incident at the Echelon. Uh-huh. Dr. Aham was unable to reverse this hex that was placed on us by Paralyte, and he suggested we travel here to the Embryo Woods. He thought... The brimming magic of the lands could help us. And sure enough, thanks to the local Pipixies and Torians, we were able to separate back into our individual cells. How long ago was that? That you like made this journey and Doctor met with Dr. Ahem? We went back to Boulderay on the Jebediah. Oh. Wait, why did we not know? That? You all said that. Did we? Yeah, I asked you all, what do you do with uh, Grizzly at the time? And you said you would take them back to Boulderay. Uh, okay. All right. I remember now. Yeah, yes, they went to a farm. Yeah. <laughs> In your defense, you did not have any further encounters with Grizzly after that point. Okay. I guess so. Dude, yeah. This is a big farm. Because that, that was that period of time when time had passed. Yeah. And we kind of did a recap about what had happened. And I think you all just... We filled in the blanks. You filled in the blanks, yeah. Ah, okay. To answer your question, Aleve says... Perhaps months. Okay. Wow. So what have you been doing here? Just hanging out? Well, after we were helped by the leader of the Torians, Branderhorn... And given this talisman that allows us to separate and combine our powers, we decided to stay around to become the protectors of the Embryo Woods. And as of late, we have been fighting off these chaotic invaders, the Anarchs. Oh yeah, we've encountered those before. Mm. So you know, it's like playing a game of whack-a-nole. Squash one and two pop up in their place. Yeah. It's a noble effort for you to become the heroes of this land pretty cool. Sorry we took your jobs. We used to have more help. It wasn't just us. Well, who else was here? Don't say sleek. The Torians were helping us, oh. but they have been cut off over in Moro Meadows. How? We just haven't heard from them. There are too many Anarchs, and they are overrun. Oh. So would it be helpful if we were able to uh, reconnect your, I don't know, connections? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are worried about them. They are our friends. Well, we should go over there and help and see if they're okay. We're very good at helping people. Oh, yeah, we're the best. And causing no collateral damage or deaths along the way. We have not killed any infinites by mistake. You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of, so where are the other two? Uh, it, was, uh, it was Sleek in the end. Uh, Spectral. Spectral. Surreptitious. No. Right, right, but like, have you have you run into them or have you heard word of what happened to those two? Oh, we haven't seen them in ages. It's been a long time. It's Bram. <laughs> I knew one of you was going to do that. You're welcome. You hear like a very faint coughing sound coming from somewhere near you. Uh, Bart looks towards the coughing. You're not quite sure where it is. Make a perception check. Can I also help with this? Sure. Good coughing. <laughs> Does Gum Gum draw a weapon? Uh, 24. It seems like the coughing's coming from a nearby bush. It seems like there's a very faint sparkling coming from it. Is it one of the... What was it? Papixies? Yeah. It's going to be like papery. <laughs> I send Gumbo to investigate. Yeah, Gumbo goes through and finds a very small, very light creature with uh, glistening wings. What's the state of the creature? It seems a little um, 
beat up. Maybe it had an encounter with an anarch. Bart oh. runs over to pick her up. It's a very small pixie. Are you Fern Gully? <laughs> Are you here to save the forest? It looks at you and says, Bart? Oh. Wait, wait. Why does everybody know you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I must. My music skills must be transcending. I guess this whole universe. Uh, have, have we met? You remember? You did see this uh, Papixi recently. And she already learned my name. It introduced itself as uh, HSD. HSD. When at the pitch orchard? Yeah, right after the the anarchs. Oh, okay. You met HSD, but obviously uh, HSD is a little hurt. What you doing in the bush? HSD says. Oh, I'm just tired. I need to rest and recuperate. Gum Gum and Bart, would you be so kind as to take me to my lodgings? Yeah. Well, I guess all of you could take me, but I don't know you guys. Do you want some potion too? Oh, no, I'll be fine. I just need to get (laughs) home and rest my weary bones. (laughs) Gum Gum just drowns (laughs) this taxi in so much liquid. And you said it's Chichest? HSD. HSD. Kenny Chesney. Can I I pick up? Or does Bart Bart still have have HSD? By the way, my name is Mud. Since you don't know who I am, now you do. Oh, a pleasure to meet you. Any friend of Gum Gum and Bart's is a friend of mine. So we take them to their... Do you want to get where you their lodging? Yeah, let's go to Smurf Village. Yeah. I'm covered. <laughs> it's not too far away. Uh, if you take me to my lodgings at the Orchard Edge, I'll be able to recuperate there. Are there other people like you? Other friends? Other people like me? Yeah, Papixies. Uh, yes, of course. How many? What's a weird question? I'm, I'm just going to say that, that, that I agree. That's a weird question. <laughs> as many as trees in the forest. Yeah, cool. Do you guys have like lanterns in your house, or do you light up your own houses? Because you you kind of where did you live? Can we go? Can, can we can we just go? <laughs> just for my mind space, my mind's eye. Bart starts walking. <laughs> well, you make your way toward an orchard of short, twinkling trees bearing unusual fruit. A pair of pixies flutters past you and descend upon a tree at the end of a row. As you near the tree, you see a piece of dangling fruit is hanging off of the branch, about to fall to the ground. Goodness me, Dillil, I think it's a delivery. Now, but Emma Mamma, neither of us have ever performed a delivery. Uh, Dillil, there's three more squirming now. I think these are the quadruplets. HSD looks up at you all. What? Please, my friends, will you help my Papixies deliver the babies? Absolutely. The fruit are the babies? Could Bart use his disguise kit to uh, make himself look like a doctor? Absolutely. Roll, uh, what would that be? It's not like you're trying to deceive anyone, are you? It's like performance? A performance check, I guess? I'm a doctor. The 28. Oh. Dr. Bart is here. I'm a doctor too. Dr. Bart, medicine woman. I'm a rope doctor. Rope doctor. Yeah. All right, I need, I need 20 cc's of yerba mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you walk up there and uh, you can see there are several fruit that appear to be, you know, fidgeting and on the verge of falling off the tree to the ground. I approach one. All right, repeat after me. <laughs> Who are you saying this to? To the fruit. To the fruit. <laughs> I, I, I approach one of them as well. You do as well, Mud? Yeah. Don't take the third one. I get my pillow, my little raggedy worship pillow, and put it underneath the tree, like to hold it up. In okay. Well, then not on the ground, but like in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Like to, okay, to the baby Papixie gets lice, it dies. Yeah, it's, Gum Gum's never done laundry. <laughs> Bart, as you're watching it intently, the fruit seems to snap off and fall to the ground. Make a reflex save to see if you can catch it in time. What? Uh, what would that be? Well, I'm talking to Bart. I assumed you went to a different one. There's multiple fruits. Oh, there's four. So, how many of this are there? Yeah. What's your reflex save? Dexterity. Would that be dexterity? I'm sorry. Did I say reflex? Yeah. yeah. Uh, dexterity. I was like, is that this far into the campaign, and Gus is introducing new saves? And you said a saving throw. Let's make it a check. Check. 
19. Yay. Oh, yeah. The fruit starts falling, but with your lightning fast reflexes, you're able to catch it before it's able to hit the ground. Wow. What is it? Well, you ask that and turn to look. But as you do that, the fruit that you're watching starts to fall as well. Get it, get it. I catch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief moment where we stared at each other. It was like the, the, the end of uh, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just yeah, eyes yeah. staring at each other. <laughs> what do I do? Uh, make a dexterity check unless there's something else you want to do. Maybe. I don't know. What about a little flare? Is there a little flare I could do? You tell me. Don't put a flare in the baby. <laughs> Is there water nearby? Yeah, because uh, there would be an irrigation canal because of the, the trees. I cast shape water. And I and I encapsulate it in uh, a nice little pillow of water. Ooh. So do you make it just look like a cushion of water that envelops it as it yeah, falls? Yeah, like a little cradle. Oh. Yeah, there's no nope. check for that or anything, I right? You just, like, you just do it? All I right. do shape water. Uh, water comes out. Seems like a, a picture like in the abyss, like a like almost yeah. like a pseudopod yeah. of water yeah. comes uh-huh. out and then reaches out under the, the tree and cushions its fall. James Cameron. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, incorrect. Shape of water. <laughs> That's really cool in all, Kyborg, but it almost distracts you from the fruit that's falling in front of you. I catch it. Oh, God, jeez. Oh, you don't want like a shoot of like an exploding no, no, air no, underneath I'm gonna, it? I'm going gonna... to reroll that. Oh, shucks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what are you doing? Get your skill checks. I rolled an eight, so I'm going to roll. I'm going to do a lucky to reroll. He reeled an eight. I was confused because I didn't see that check on my screen for a second. I was <laughs> like, rolled who rolled dagger no, damage? 12. It's a 12. A 12? It was a 7. Oh, I thought it looked like a 1 from here. Okay. Oh, yeah. You look at the water, then you realize that your fruit is falling, and you very quickly reach out to grab the fruit and catch it before it hits the ground. But you know you do that thing sometimes when you drop something and you accidentally punch it into the ground? Yeah. Your hand slams into the side of the fruit, and it falls to the ground, causing a a small bruise to appear on the side of the fruit. (laughs) And you hear hear a very tiny sound of a baby crying, muffled in the fruit. Can I, like, hacky sack it off the ground and be like, Make it worse. Make it worse. It slammed into the ground. Can you believe that, Gum Gum? That would never happen to you and your pillow. No. Is that what happened to Gum Gum? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain so I much. I don't remember that. <laughs> as awful as that is, almost simultaneously, your fruit starts falling down, Gum Gum, into uh, your pillow. But it's not symmetrically weighted. It's a little, uh, a little oh, uneven. Oh, so it starts rolling a little bit in the pillow. Uh, make a dexterity check to make sure you can properly catch it on the pillow and hold it. That's a seven. Yikes. I thought you had better decks. Man, I even had a pillow and everything. It's not a great pillow. Don't you have inspiration okay. dice? Can I, can I just use your inspiration dice? For this? Could I? I don't know. Are these babies fall, important? Could I just, <laughs> like, drop to the ground and let it fall on me? No, it, you, mm, you check. No, this was the check. Oh. The check yeah. is, hey, I'll use my inspiration die. Just hacky sack it. It'll be fine. <laughs> just punch it <laughs> over the horizon. Oh, you do the thing where you That's kick your pencil. Oh, no, he rolled an 11. Oh, he's going to punch that thing. I, I could do something. Can, can you? you do? Well, lots of things. I'm waiting. I'm... Uh, <laughs> How much time did you do a lot for us catching fruit? Oh, it wasn't very long. <laughs> Gum Gum thinks it's Fruit Ninja and slices it. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, the hatching process was really quick on this one. Mm-hmm. What you got? I'm, what you got, Chris? I'm... I'm, I'm uh, Feels like you got nothing. It'll be fine. Feels like you got nothing. I don't want my baby It'll to die. It's it's not gonna, baby. The fruit hits the ground and a, a similar small bruise shows up and you hear a very muffled baby crying. This is why you need a licensed professional for all of your births. The uh, the two Pixies that were there, Emma, Memma, and Delil, uh, look shocked at the two that have fallen to the ground, but they quickly turn their attention to Bart and Mud and say, 
You need to whisper words of encouragement to the babies. That way, they know to come out to your positive energy. Oh. Shall I? Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> you are worthy. You are beautiful. You are loved. You have the best smelling hair out of anyone I know. That's <laughs> <Got> specific. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check, Bart. Nat 20, 26. Nice. Ahmad, what are your uh, your words uh, of encouragement? You should know uh, right from the start. You're better off in my hands than the two dummies next to me who just dropped your two brothers and sister. So you're already starting off well. <laughs> uh, make a, yeah, also make a persuasion check. Can I whisper words of encouragement to one? <laughs> you can whisper words of encouragement to the one if you want. In a second, I've got to finish up. Was it a, a wisdom mud. check? Persuasion check. Persuasion check. Give me a V. Give me an I. Give me a C. That's a 22. Oh, nice. I'm very persuasive to fruit. Kyborg, did you want to as well? Yeah, are you yeah, going to yeah. scream at the ground? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I, I crawl I'm sorry. up to it on the ground. I go, <clears throat> get off your feet. You can do it. I believe in you. You're not going to let this little fall keep you down. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I heard in studies at plants, if you yell at them, and they grow faster than. I think it's classical music or birds chirping, but it's very close. Or screaming. It's, it's classical music yeah. or it's screamo, but the screamo ones grow faster. Oh. So this one's going to be rich. No, I could have bet my life savings uh -huh. on the fact that uh, you would have screamed at the fruit. I had a traumatic childhood, and look how great I turned <laughs> out. <laughs> With your one arm. I'll give you the choice there, Kyborg. Can you make an intimidation or persuasion check with that? Let's do persuasion. Okay. Oh, wait. They're both charisma based, so it's really okay, not giving them much of a choice. And then I want to use my dread helm, which makes me, <laughs> my eyes with grow your red. Eyes. red oh, and you I have think I, I get advantage. Yeah. So here we go. That's Ooh. good. That's a 14, and then I'm going to roll again because I got an advantage. That's advantage. a 13. 14. Man. Okay. Not the strongest rolls. I'm letting everyone go through before I continue with it. Gum Gum, are you going to yell at yours as well? No, I get down. <laughs> And I start crying. He starts yeah. trying to sit I'm on it. Sorry, little baby fruit. I promise if you come out, I'll watch you forever and love you forever, and I'll never let anything hurt you again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, Emma, and Dalil do chime in. They say, These are someone's babies, so technically you can't take it, but we do appreciate the sentiment. Well, I will make sure that you're never hurt as long as I can. Actually, Gum Gum, if you just call dibs, you can take it. <laughs> are these are these your babies, Zemma, Lemma, Jemma, Dubba, Dubba? Oh, no, we're just here to help the birthing process. Oh. Did we do good? Lama, lama, lama. Well, 50 50, right? <laughs> gum gum. You can make a persuasion check on that. 16? Okay. You all did much better at your words of encouragement than your uh, dexterity checks. The fruit seems to almost like its color becomes even more vibrant and it starts moving ever so gently. Emma, Memma, and Dalil tell you all. Okay, now it's time to softly break open the exterior. Uh, but be careful. Don't do it too hard. This is going to go so well. Cowboy cracks his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to give it a shot first? I feel like Kyborg just called it. Oh, yeah, Kyborg, yeah. you want to go first? I, I have delicate surgical precision with my prosthetic arm. So I go about it and I and I pick it apart. So you're not doing a strength check then. You're going to be doing like a, no, I actually like feel a like, sleight of hand check. I feel like there's emotional damage and there's physical damage. And I'll deal out emotional damage, but physical damage, I, I can't. So, what? So, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, so sleight of hand. Okay, all right. I'm good at sleight of hand. Yeah, 22. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll let everyone roll before we uh, we resolve it. Who else wants to give it a shot? I have a question. Could I put my friendship bracelet around the base of the egg and cast... This is the fruit. Fruit. Oh, sorry. 
face of the fruit and then cast warding bond on it. You're going to put uh, handcuffs around this fruit? Uh, no, like put the friendship kind of like as a base. Like, oh. like you're putting the fruit it? on top of it? Uh, yeah, like a and, Faberge. I yeah, and think. then cast warding bond so that uh, it creates a mystic connection between you and the target until spells end. When the target is within 60 feet, it gains a plus one AC, same throws, and resistance to all damage. Also, each time it takes damage, I take the same amount of damage. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go with it. So you put your friendship bracelet down and uh, use a warding bond on your piece of fruit. And how are you going to approach opening it? Okay, do I see it like kicking or moving? Anything? It is, it is very seeing? slowly uh, moving. Like a, there is some slight like rocking on it. Like the raptor at yeah. some Jurassic yeah, like, Park. Oh, on. yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. Come on, little one. Come on. There you go. <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> come, come. does it need physical, like, I guess I'll just look to see where it's yeah. starting to push Yeah, you do through. need to softly break open uh, this husk. Okay, I'll look, see where it's kicking. Uh-huh. And then, like, kind of pull gently from there. Or tap. <laughs> tap. Tap at first, and then if that doesn't work, then pull. Yeah, tapping doesn't seem to do anything. And I'll gently kind of pull back a little. I will say it's... Jesus Christ. It's not an apple, but it's akin to an apple. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know what you would pull. Okay. Scared. Like, I'm trying to picture having an apple in front of you and peeling it by pulling a part off. I guess you could pinch a part. Yeah, and then I'll pinch try to the go skin from there. and then yeah. try to pull. Sure. That's... Pretty delicate. That's pretty soft. Uh, why don't you try a... Eh, why not? Let's also do sleight of hand for that. You're going very delicately. 22. Doesn't ah, that 20? Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mud or Bart, who wants to give it a shot? I will. All right, Bart, how are you going to approach that? Uh, what, what kind of fruit is it? You don't think you've ever seen it before. It is similar, you know, in texture, it has a skin like an apple, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely not an apple. It's not, you know, it's a lot more round and it is pretty fragrant. Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just try to peel it open gently. Are you going to use the same pinching method or are you going to use like a blade to peel it? Well, I don't know if I should take a blade to this thing where there's a living creature inside. I'll peel it with my hands, pinching. Okay. Yeah, make a sleight of hand check then. 16. Okay, pretty good. Mud, how are you going to approach it? Uh, I'm going to place the, the fruit on the ground and I'm going to get down the ground with it and I'm going to have Gumbo come around and he's going to help like nibble little pieces away oh. and I'm going to help him as he like pulls those away. That's smart. Yeah. And then he turns out a potato peeler. <laughs> a s- surgical gumbo. And keeps eating it. <laughs> gumbo, stop! <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's fire not. Fire enough, fire enough. <laughs> and you can talk to gumbo, right? Like, it's the, the communication's yep. perfect. Yep. Yeah, I guess just make a, I don't know, let's just call it a, let's also call it a sleight of hand check. Why not? Oof. That was only a seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the extremes, uh, <laughs> the different personalities in the party. <laughs> I don't know. What's that? <laughs> all right. So, Kyborg, Gumgum, and Bart, you all open it ever so gingerly. Mud, I'm not going to put blame on either you or Gumbo, but someone was a little too over enthusiastic, and a yellow uh, liquid starts seeping out from the fruit. It smells rather pungent and starts staining your hands. Oh. Out from each of the husks, you see tiny heads peek out. Some have feathers and begin to chirp, while others are covered in fur and purr. As they each crawl out from the fruit, HSD looks down at them. Oh, I believe these are Tabacochran. Half Taboxy, half Aracochran. The Klingbees family will be so happy. Come, let's bring them inside to the nursery. You know when you just jam things into a word processing thing and tell it to say the words, you know, text to speech? It's, it's when you're going into uh, to make something you use lorem ipsum to fill. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that what is. What was the second what, half to boast, to half boast, to boxy, to boxy, half are a Cochran. Okay, well, what's to take my baby into the nursery? Yeah, all of you follow Delil and Emma Memma 
out of the orchard into a hollowed out tree trunk. You start climbing a spiral staircase filled with echoes of cooing and jibber jabber coming from above. You reach the first flight and enter a lobby that literally branches off into various hallways and rooms. Throughout the lobby are all manner of infants and children crawling, flying, playing, speaking. The ceiling's a bit low and the furniture is smaller than you're used to, but otherwise it's quite cozy and warm with plenty of natural sunlight pouring in. Emma, Emma and Dalil offer to take the Taba Cochran babies to their parents, waiting in a room nearby. This is what it sounds like when like you're like a big fan of Star Trek and you just start naming off all the races <laughs> and, and the planets and stuff. And people are like, sure, whatever, dude. <laughs> it's called world building. You're doing a great job. Uh, Mike is doing a great job. Bye bye, little roly poly. <laughs> is that what you named it? Yeah. Art or Gum Gum, do you guys recognize this place? The nursery? Do we recognize it? Yeah, it seems familiar. Bart, you recognize this as the place where you all first met and spent time together. You all as in me and Gum Gum? Yeah, sorry, sorry, Bart and Gum Gum. Do you have any uh, specific memories of a young Bart and a young Gum Gum spending time here? I thought I thought the first place we met was the orphanage, but I guess it's not. I guess it was here. I think this is an orphanage. Wait, is this, is, is this the place I remember from that flashback where I, I picked up Gum Gum's Boomba. Yes, this is an Orchinage. Uh, aha! Orchinage. Orchinage. Talking Heads once said, this must be the place. So it's a birthing facility and an orphanage. Orchinage. Orchinage. <laughs> hey, um, is there is there anybody milling about who looks official? Yeah, me. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bart. Bart's a doctor. <laughs> Sarah, I have some questions about your facility. Sarah, are you related to the newborn? I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> I am not. This is not mine. What about you, Gum Gum? Do you remember anything from being a very young child here? Maybe something that uh, you and Bart did together? Maybe a time you all got into trouble? It smells familiar. It smells like familiar? It smells comfortable. What if there's like a crib that's broken, it's got boogers all over it? It's like, well, I know which one that one is. <laughs> Gum Gum remembers jumping a lot and running and playing. Oh. Oh. Something about you reminiscing about playing must attract attention. Make a dexterity saving throw. Eleven? Eleven. A young child runs by and tags you and says, You've been tagged. <gasps> and your feet are no longer touching the ground. You start floating in the air towards the ceiling and he's pointing and laughing at you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they even laugh different over here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and swim? Uh, yeah. It's a very unusual position for you to be in. You don't know quite how to maneuver around. What kind of creature touched him? It's a young air genasi. He looks at you, Mud, and then takes a swipe at you. Make a dexterity saving throw. I cast Gust of Wind and blow him away. <laughs> Where have we encountered a Genasi before? Isn't that the dude that we put in the box? No, that was no. an air elemental. Grizzly is a Genasi. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Unearthed Genasi, specifically. So do you cast Gust of Wind? Yeah. Yeah. I saw what was happening, and I was I had that prepared in my head. <laughs> like, nope. Okay, it needs to make a saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away from you. Yeah. Ooh. What is the save? 18. Oh, 15. You have a real high save. Okay. He takes a swipe as if he's going to uh, tag you as well, but you you cast Gust and it blows him back and he starts giggling uncontrollably as he uh, starts floating around the room away and he floats past Gum Gum. Hi. <laughs> this is fun. My name's Defcon. What's your name? I am. I'm Gum Gum. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. He tries to tag you again. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Gum Gum. Gum Gum Rage. No. <laughs> 12. 
Uh, you, not you, good rolls today. Not at all. You begin floating up even more, uh, closer and closer to the ceiling, uh, uh-huh. and Defcon twirls around in the air and uh, points and laughs some more. I stick uh, the immovable rod in his pants to make him stop floating around. In Gum Gum's pants? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was really confused. All right, yeah. Is that an immovable rod in your pants? Or you <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you put the rod anchor uh, him. in, in uh, Gum Gum to Ooh. anchor him, and uh, Defcon says, Oh, that's no fun. Boo! No, it's fun much. And, I, and, I, and then I, I hold on to it and spin, so I'm doing like, uh, like cartwheel or like yeah, make, circles around it. Make um dexterity check. That's a 22. Nat 20. Oh, yeah, nice. He begins uh, giggling and laughing and pointing. At this point, HSD says, I'm going to uh, retire to my lodging upstairs. Whenever you all are, are done playing with DEF CON, you're free to come join me. Bart runs over to Gum Gum and say, It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. <laughs> I didn't need the ceiling. <laughs> all there, black and white. <laughs> Excellent reference. <laughs> I, I was wondering how to how to work it in. Uh, you did it much better than I could have. <laughs> and then I turned to HSD and go, "What?" <laughs> HSD says, uh, "I'll be retiring to rest Happy in my lodging upstairs. Please, when you're done playing with Defcon, you're you're more than welcome to join me upstairs." <laughs> and she uh, flies up a small spiral staircase. Long career she had. Uh, I guess I, I don't have anything to do with Defcon, so I head with her. Okay. The staircase is just off to the side, off to the southern portion of the um, the lobby that you're in. Am I still floating or like, how is it? Oh, no. Now that you've done your spins, uh, it seems like whatever magic was affecting you is wearing off and you, you start coming back down to the ground. Defcon, do you know who runs this place? Yeah, HSD. HSD. Okay. I mean, are we able to fit upstairs even? Bart, you have a much easier time of it than everyone else. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty tight. When Mud follows HSD up, it's a very crowded space for someone of Mud's stature. Mud's also like uh, doing the whole kind of like um, gingerly walk around, trying not to get touched by any of these kids. <laughs> Mud doesn't really care for kids. Mm. I feel that. Defcon, do you have any cool lore or a neat backstory, or are you going to become a villain, or do you what know a any weird villains? We have asking about someone's story. Do you have any lore? I'm like bending down, my hands are on my knees, and I'm like, hey, little guy. Do you have a Wikipedia page? Do you, have, like, do you? do you have cool stories to tell? He says, yeah, I like to sneak sweets. Oh, okay. Where? In my mouth. Oh, <laughs> I like this guy. Oh. Don't tell anyone. A friend of mine gave me this, and I give some rock candy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you do have candy, don't you? Is that from the jail? Yes. From Sour Amy? Here's Sour hey, Amy. Hey, Defcon, here's prison candy. <laughs> <laughs> this was stolen from little kids, and now I'm giving it back. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, that's gum gum. Rob from the kids, give to the no, kids. No, no, no. It was stolen from... It, Sour, Sour Amy, Amy stole, stole from... Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Defcon takes it and without a second thought, just immediately begins shoveling it into his mouth. Yeah. Yum. Cool. One of them a never ending gobstopper? <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, unfortunately, it's just rock candy. Defcon flies out of the lobby down to the south. He goes down one of the branching hallways. All right. I, I follow Mud and Bark. I'll follow. That's my last rock candy. Is, hey, rock candy well spent. He made the kid happy. Look at him. He's going to have a spaz attack outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sugar high. It's not your problem. What's up, my little stinkers? If you like listening to this show and want us to continue telling more tales, help us out by spreading the word. And one way is to tell folks to follow us at Stinky Dragon Pod. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and you can join the cordial and creative Stinky Dragon subreddit 
Plus, if you post on social media using hashtag StinkyDragonPod, we might name an NPC in the show after you. You could end up being the next cutthroat creature or captivating character eternally told in the Tales from the Stinky Dragon. We just dropped the third Stinky Dragon soundtrack, White Winter. It's available on all your favorite music streaming platforms. Delve into the icy depths of Kaltberg, explore the enigmatic mysteries of the ethereal plane, and be bewildered by the beauty of Bartholomew the Bard. Uh, plus, we've included encounter music to use in your own uh, sessions of D&D with your friends. We hope you enjoy the music. Be sure to share it with your friends and loved ones. I also grab my immovable rods, so I don't leave it. Yeah. You all climb the staircase once again and reach the next floor. You enter a dining room with a small table and chairs, each turned over. Beyond them is a set of stairs that lead up to a loft bed in disarray. To your right looks to be a kitchen. You don't see a Chesdy in the immediate area. Uh, I go to the kitchen, see if they got coffee made. Oh, yeah. You walk over to the kitchen and there doesn't appear to be coffee made. There are some like cupboards and doors opened up in the kitchen. You see a stone fireplace, but the flames are pink and floating, and it doesn't seem like it's burning any wood. There's a nearby countertop strewn with tiny tattered clothes, scrolls, and barrels. On the countertop? Next to the, the weird pink fire? The pink fire's kind of like in a hearth on one side of the kitchen. Then on the countertop is the clothes and scrolls, and then kind of next to the counter is the barrels. Empty barrels. That's a bizarre setting in a kitchen. Also, their bed's like in disarray and stuff. I wonder if there's something to be gleaned from all this. Are we in their quarters? Yeah, this appears to be HSD's living quarters. Has it been ransacked? Is HSD really HSD? HSD's not in here right now. Yeah, we don't see You don't see, yeah, you walked in kind of like to the, like a living room and then right next to it's the kitchen. That's really all you've seen. And then you see there's like a small staircase continuing up to what must be a bedroom. Can I just for the fun of it, uh, use my wand of secrets? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but sure. You can use an action to expend one of his charges, and if a secret door or trap is within 30 feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest to you. Uh, yeah, you pull out your wand of secrets and use it, and it does pulse kind of over in the direction of the bedroom. Oh, well, that's fun. The bedroom is off to the side, but then there's more stairs that would go up to somewhere else. No, the bedroom's kind of at the top of the stairs. Okay. It's almost like a loft is the best way I could describe it. Follow my wand of secrets towards where it's pointing. You follow your wand of secrets up towards the bedroom, and as you reach it, it points at a wall next to the bed. I, there seems to be a secret door in this room. Would you all mind helping me trying to find where the heck this might be leading us to? Can I quickly glance at the documents that are on the kitchen counter and just kind of see what they're about? Yeah. Before we initiate this cutscene. It's like inventories for like food and clothing, uh, attendance for the children and for various classes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go help Mud with the secret door. I guess I'll join. Yeah. Is there is a Chesdy in the room? A Chesdy does not appear to be in the bedroom. Okay. So, uh, start reaching around for buttons or levers or anything. Start pulling books randomly. Everyone make a perception check. 19. 18. 13. 19. That's 20. <laughs> 19. That's 20? Well, yeah. it's a roll Minus 20. One. Minus one. 19. So it's a 19. Yeah. 19, that's 19. Bart and Gum Gum, uh, it's almost like some long forgotten memory. Your hands are running along the walls and you both instinctively kind of reach for the same area. There's like a small indentation in it and you both push your hands in. I've seen Hook. <laughs> and uh, you see that the wall is actually a door with hidden hinges and you're able to push on it and it swings in. Okay. So if we open it up. What do we see? Inside, you see HSD 
soaking her weary bones in a glowing green pool. Ugh. Bart uh, covers his private parts as if he just got exposed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scattered throughout the pool are seeds and chunks of what look like some kind of green fruit. HSD says, Oh, you found me. Hello. That's a bit of a weird thing to ask people to come up to your quarters and then go into your secret door bathroom area and take a bath. Maybe yeah. they were testing us. What you doing? Oh, I was, uh, I was feeling very weary and run down. I needed to recharge. So I poured myself a green apple juice bath. Ooh. I feel much better. Why is your bath behind a secret door? Oh, I've got to get away from the children sometimes. Okay. Oh, they come looking for me. Yeah. It's a panic room. I got it. Uh, Kyborg takes like 10 steps back and then yells, Cannonball! <laughs> I like to imagine them because it's, I assume they're small because it's up a pixie. Yeah. It's like a bird bath. <laughs> and you just jump and just shatter it. <laughs> The chesty is dead. Uh, thank you so much for bringing me back to my home. I, I don't know if I could have made that trek by myself. I was so tired. Have you been working at this orchardage for a, a long time? Oh, yeah. So, so many years. Years uh, immeasurable. I started it. Whoa. You must be real old. That is great. Yeah. Do you by any chance remember myself and, and my friend here, Gum Gum? Of course. How could I forget? She lying. It's so good to see you. It's been so many years since uh, since you both have been here. You always said you were going to come back and visit, but you never did. But I'm not holding it against you. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I know you must be very busy. Yes, saving the world and whatnot. I thought I was the only one with bad memory. Did you guys get so upset if you can't remember that you, you said you'd come back? I just, do, do you remember my dad? I don't remember your parents. I know you were dropped off here many years ago. Oh, maybe, I don't know, 20 years? It's very difficult for me to remember exact time. Hmm. But you were dropped off by a traveler who was covered by a cloak. Uh, never really got a good look at him. So was Gum Gum not born here from one of these streets? No, no, no. He was dropped off by a traveler who was cloaked. Oh, interesting. And you slept here for a long time. That's what I remember about you, Gum Gum. That's why it's hard to keep track of time. You slept for so many years. I did? What? Wait, Gum Gum was in a coma? And he never seemed to age. He was always a little baby sleeping. And no matter what we tried... We were never able to wake him. Mutt just looks at both Bart and Gum Gum just like, y'all are weird little guys. Uh, <laughs> <What> apparently. <laughs> Weirder than I uh, initially thought. Speaking of apparently. <laughs> Sorry. So, when did, so proud of that. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> when did I wake up? One day, uh-huh. out of the blue, you just started crying. And coincidentally, it was a day that Bart, you had come back to visit. You had also been dropped off here by... Uh, traveler one night, and we looked after you, but after several years, you ran away and joined the crew of the Jebediah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I thought Bart was actually born here. Because wasn't that the whole uh, ordeal with his dads? Well, he was, and then he left, and then he came back to visit. Wait, so the orphanage takes anybody, but you guys also grow kids outside? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I now understand what's going on. Wait, was the fig- the person that brought Bart back the same person that dropped off Gum Gum? So Bart was born here, but then was taken away and then got dropped off back. Oh, like a return policy. Yeah. <laughs> I, they didn't ask for store credit. Or- <laughs> <laughs> they, they swapped another kid. How much been when your parents got trapped? And uh, we, we looked after you for a few years and then, you know, you departed on your own and tried to make your way in the world. And then one day you came back to visit and it just coincidentally happened to be that same day that Gum Gum started crying. And then the two of you grew up and spent time together and then set out on your own. I suppose you have your own adventures to tell tale of. I sure do. Too many to, to recount right now, of course. Oh, I'm sure we have plenty of time. I'm sure you'll tell me all about them. Do you have other babies who sleep a long time? No, that's very unusual. 
Hmm. Weird. Have the Anarchs like breached the perimeter? Have they gotten into the orphanage at all yet? Presumably, I I would imagine. I assume it's the Anarchs that have ransacked this place. I apologize. It's in quite oh. disarray at the moment. Oh, so your 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 house, someone was in here, and that's why it looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I assume there were Anarchs here looking for the rare fruits that we grow, the apples. Yeah, what's the what's the benefit of those things other than to grow babies? Oh, they are very beneficial. I have two left, actually. I have a green apple of invulnerability and a red apple of superior healing. You can take them if you want. Invulnerability, please. <laughs> You're the actually, archer. no, 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 yeah. I wish you'd get the part. <laughs> you guys take them. I, I'm, I'm too strong. I don't need them. Sure. <laughs> I take the the healing one. Okay, that's the red apple of superior healing. All right. I think Bart can have the vulnerability. I think Bart deserves it. Is that an yeah. actual item I can add? Yeah. All right. And Bart, you get, I guess... You get the green apipple of yeah. invulnerability. Yeah, we got a purple apipple, a red apipple, blue. So what do, how do you add that to me? Uh, it should be, you should be able to find I it if it. you... Uh, A-P-P-I-P-P. Yeah, A-P-P-I-P-P-L-A. Do you know... I-P-P. I-P-P. You said I got the green one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you got Correct. the green apipple of invulnerability. How do you spell that again? A-P-P-I-P-P. <laughs> Hey, uh, Blaine, spell I cup. <laughs> hey, no, I'm, not, I'm smart enough for that. Does the name Garador mean anything to you? Garador. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Uh-huh. I don't know if I ever met Garador. Maybe you should visit the Torians. They meet many travelers, and maybe they know a Garador. The Torians. Speaking of the Torians, have you heard from them lately? Because we have some other allies here, and they said that they've gone radio silent. No, we've been cut off from them thanks to the Anarchs. Okay. Does it seem that the Anarchs are specifically coming here to take your pipples? Well, that's what they seem interested in whenever they come here. Right. I don't know beyond that. I have no idea what those things are. They haven't tried to hurt the kids or anything, have they? Oh, the kids are good at hiding. That's so sad. Wow. <laughs> that's horribly sad. Do you have any way to protect them besides hiding? Grizzly has been a great boon to us in culling the number of Anarchs. Yeah, it's our ally. Well, I mean, what we can offer is the same we offer to Grizzly was to head to uh, the Torians and to try and reconnect uh, you guys' uh, communication with them. I mean, we can ask him about your dad. Oh, that would be great. You can head to them. They're uh, off to the north. In fact, where we first met, where you encountered the Anarchs, if you go back there and then head north, you'll reach a dim tunnel. You can travel through there and you'll be close to the Torians. Hey, real quick, lightning round. Humana, Inku. Entropa. Any of these ring a bell? All these things. No. What are those? This is favorite cereals. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell the children. <laughs> of course. All right. That was fun. Let's uh, let's go check out these Torians. <laughs> ben just wrote sleeper agent activated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is everyone uh, heading out? Yeah. Okay. You make your way back downstairs through the orchard and start heading north. You reach a dim tunnel. It's the same one that the Anarchs retreated through earlier. Everyone roll a perception check. Bombing at those today. You got this. All right. Here it comes. Big roll by Kyborg. Yee. 14 for Bart. 11 for Gumgum. 13 for Kyborg. 30. Jeez. Wow. Perceive. Gumgum and Bart. You listen for any disturbances or creatures in the tunnel, but it seems fairly quiet. The tunnel's quite narrow, dark, and seems to wind a bit, making it really difficult to see ahead. What's it whining about? <laughs> oh, but, uh, I'll take another inspiration dice when you get me <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you deserve one for that. Gum Gum, 
you think you catch a whiff of smoke coming from the tunnel. Uh, Mud, you also as well. And Mud, on top of that, you swear you can hear the faintest sound of maybe music coming through the tunnel. What kind of music? It's so faint. You're not sure if you're imagining it. Okay. Uh, there seems to be possibly uh, melodic tones coming from this tunnel. Or a fire. Or both. Or fire tunes. It's a dragon singing. Uh, nice. I suggest it's a, it's a dim tunnel. Yeah. Kyborg, you got them good old eyes. You want to take lead on this one? Yes, sir. See, with my crossed eyes. Uh, I got it. Bart runs forward. <laughs> Bart doesn't have dark vision, does he? Nope. nope. Just confidence. Established this ages ago. Uh, yeah, with my dark vision, I, I, I lead the party. I also have dark vision if you don't want to be in front. I don't mind being in front. I'm very strong. Speaking of which, what is the order you're going through here? Kyborg will lead. Bart will go second. Then gum gum. Yep. I'll take up the lead. All right. Well, you all proceed into the dark tunnel, and before long, you realize that some of you may have to crawl to continue down the passage. What are you saying? Let me guess, not Bart. (laughs) (laughs) Not Bart. Uh, The ground feels quite dry, and, you know, as mud, as you're crawling, you notice your hands and knees are getting sullied with a a black dust. Like like a soot? Maybe. Bart, the sending stone is going off. You get reception in here? Yeah. (laughs) They got got a 6G. Uh, Bargos, uh, excuse me for a moment, gentlemen. Woo-neek. <laughs> That's what you heard. Woo-neek. Woo-neek. There's inku. Ink. Woo-neek. And then the banging metal, was that from the sending stone? Yes. We're not getting good messages from As, the, uh, that thing. I really don't think Dr. Ahem's having a good time, whatever he's doing right now. <laughs> what, does, it, does it sound like Dr. Ahem? Yeah, it sounds like a beleaguered Dr. Ahem. Beleaguered. Somebody give me a thesaurus. Uh, what does that mean? It's I would like... imagine, like, in pain and tired, maybe. Mm. Beleaguered. <laughs> <laughs> in a very difficult situation. Oh, so he's like something. He's running, maybe. Micah did not write beleaguered in the document. I decided to make it a little more difficult. I changed it to beleaguered, <laughs> figuring that it would spawn a, a little bit of a that conversation is, that's here. That's surprising, because I was like, that sounds like a word that only Micah would know. Can you give us a taste of what it was again? Just... Okay, I was just making sure you didn't say sleek. I just... <laughs> the other two infinites showing back up. I just gotta make sure. Is there anything that Neek is like the first or last syllable of? It's got. It's got. Yeah, Woonik. <laughs> There's got to be like a name or something that we're gonna learn coming up. Uh, could I um use my ring of familiar bond and make uh Gumbo big? Yes. Okay. And can I ask Gumbo to uh let me know if what he might be smelling in this tunnel? Sure. How big is Gumbo when you do this? He well, he uses enlarged, so he goes up one category. So, what is he? Normal, medium? Medium? Is he tiny? Extra I, medium? Is he small? Tiny. He's tiny. Yeah. So he goes from tiny to small. Okay. Well, his sniffer gets bigger. He begins sniffing and says, "Soot, burned wood." All right. How does he? How does he say that in Badger though? He's <laughs> <laughs> very angry about the soot too. Badgers are always mad. <laughs> That's the thing about them. Marcos, you, you speak uh, draconic too. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Kyberg, what do you see in the front? Uh, what do I, I continue on. Eventually, you come around a bend and you see a faint light coming from the end of the tunnel. The exit seems only narrow enough for one person at a time. Luckily, you have your order established. Uh, you shimmy your way up out of the tunnel and arrive in a field of gnarly roots poking out of the ground, but there don't seem to be any trees, just a lingering haze. Have the trees been like burnt down or, or destroyed? Were there trees here, or is it just like a clearing? 
Uh, make a perception check. Or are we all out? Yeah. Okay. 25, not 20. Yeah, you notice that there does seem to have been a fire here. And these roots that are poking out of the ground seem to be uh, charred and singed. That's the word. Okay. Looks like there's a fire here. Maybe Anarchs, because they kind of have fire qualities, right? Has the music gotten louder? Make a perception check. Okay. It's because you love rolling dice. This is a perception episode. That's only a 13. Yeah, I will say the music has gotten louder, so it's easier to notice. It seems to be coming from the north a little ways. Mm, the genre. So we, we see the all the stuff is a burned. Singed. 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 <gasps> Dragon. God, oh, man. We already dealt with one. Uh, Should we just continue to the north? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wake me a wisdom check just for fun. I like fun. I don't think he does. 18. See, it's not all perceptions. It's sometimes wisdom. 20. 15. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> How did you all roll so well? You all have terrible wisdom, don't you? No, he That's got not two. Great. He did not roll well. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I only have a plus three to wisdom. I got this many. I had 16. I rolled 16, so. Nice. Well, Mud and Bart, something about these roots seems familiar. It triggers a memory. Do you remember seeing something like this in the past with Spectral when you visited the Ethereal Plane? Is this one of those places where you touch the roots and you get memories? It seems like it. It seems like the same kind of place. Those can happen outside of the Ethereal Plane. It's very different now. You know, like you said, last time you visited it was in the Ethereal Plane, and it just seems something's different about the place. Maybe it's because you're in a different plane. I don't know. Okay. Can I try touching the roots? See if anything happens? Little memories? Yeah, make a uh, constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. Oh, God, I had advantage on those before I lost my diet gem. Maybe he was saying bow link. What? Sorry. No, that's... No, no don't apologize. I was just thinking. 21. Yeah, your hands just become covered in, like, a soot, but nothing seems to come to your mind. Should, okay. should I try? Oh, wait, no. I think I passed it pretty well. Okay. Yeah, let's proceed towards where the, the music's coming from. Or mud, mud proceeds to where the music is coming from. Towards the north? Yeah. Oh, no. If you proceed, we all proceed because you're behind us. So you got I push, push, <laughs> yeah. push everybody forward. Well, you're not in the tunnel anymore. You've come out. But yeah. Uh, Gus, do I hear a loot? You don't hear the music. Mud heard the music. John, do you hear a loot? <laughs> John doesn't exist in this world. Mud, do you hear a loot by any chance? No, you do not hear a loot. I totally hear a loot. Do you guys hear it too? Bart yeah, realizes yeah. he's playing. <laughs> 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 It's, it's like horror strings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep going. I'm curious. You I'm make curious. your way northward. You hear the music gradually getting louder. At this point, everyone can hear it. it sounds like pan pipes, and the tune feels familiar. You peer through the haze and suddenly spot a window silhouetted with flickering candlelight. You inch a bit closer to get a better look and come upon a patch of violet flowers. Okay. Oh, is this what's his face from uh, Herbloom? The centaur and his his dude. Mud, you hear music. It sounds like panpipes, and the tune feels familiar. You peer through the haze and suddenly spot a window silhouetted with <sighs> flickering candlelight. You inch a bit closer to get a better look and come upon a patch of violet flowers. Yeah, those are the remember, remember whatever they call the stupid flowers that Remembrals? made us go back in time. Nope, that's a Harry Potter thing. Uh, <laughs> deja violets? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, look at that. It was the deja violets. Okay, cool. Wait, so how do we just held on to it, right? If you let go of it, and that's when I it think triggers. I use my mage hand to scoop them up. That's but right. if it's a whole Ma patch of them? Unless I'm thinking of some other flowers that we... You are correct, Barbara. Okay. It, but it's like a whole patch of them. Yeah, it seems like they're all around between you and this window that you see. I have a way to deal with this, but it's a much, it's a very permanent way of dealing with this. Will you fly, or are you going to scorch the flowers? We should probably scorch the flowers. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Should Are they bad? Yeah. 
No. Not necessarily. I mean, they're making everything repeat itself and probably cause an endless loop. So I would say it's not great. I would say let's try to peek into the window before we go and destroy plants. Sure, try that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, can I borrow your immovable rod? Yeah, why not? Here. There you go. Okay. Uh, how far away is the window? There's probably, let's say, 35 feet. So I was going to, like, jump, right? Like start, or something? And then catch the immovable rod and then do oh. a spin and then finish the jump, like a double jump, and then grab onto the windowsill and look in. Like a little creeper. Like a, like a gymnast. Yeah. Let's do some gymnastics. The music suddenly stops and oh. the window opens. Uh-oh. A hazy head with horns leans out and begins singing. Oh, my dear, our love is strong. Surely it would last a song. But God forbid the song should blank. How could it ever be replayed? Perhaps the tune need not be vast. Slow the clock from ticking fast. The song would play till we were blank. Our love would be all that was left. Finish the lyrics. Uh, As in, like, what we said forever ago? Okay. Your chin is so handsome, it is cleft. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, rhyme with cleft. You, you want us to fill in the blanks? Finish the lyrics. Uh, oh, my dear, our love is strong. Surely it would last a song. But God forbid the song should blank. How could it ever be replayed? Perhaps the tune need not be vast. Just slow the clock from ticking fast. The song would play till we were blank. Our love would be all that was left. So we got left and played. Are left the two and things. replayed. Yeah, are the two things we need to rhyme with. Delayed. I'll let you all huddle before you start <laughs> shouting it. Delayed. Didn't we already do this? We did this a long time ago. I think to the point where I have handwritten notes for it, but uh -huh. not, oh. not text-based uh, notes. They're in the archives. Yes, yes, yes. They're during your physical medium phase. Kool-Aid. Uh, no, no. That's not mm -mm. Gatorade. What no. was the line? What's the word we're Fade? filling in? Something. Wait, what was? Yeah. I don't remember what the line was. But God forbid the song should blank. Fade. Oh. Fade. 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 The song would play till we were blank. This one rhymes with left. I think. No. Our love would be all that was left. So what's the line that we're filling in? The song would play till we were blank. Till we were... Yeah? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yep. Is that your final answer? Mm. What are you typing? I was typing down the things. Now oh. I'm looking at words. It's, it's a rhyme zone. Yeah, I'm <laughs> rhyme. like, are you Googling rhymes? Till we were deft? Yeah. Deft. Till we were left. Left. So what are, what are y'all going with? Or are you still thinking about it? Um... I don't think deft would be it. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Maybe just deaf. Can we say the line one more time, Gus? The song would play till we were blank. The song would play till we were... Don't know. Let's go deaf. Miffed. <laughs> All right, so you're going fade and deaf? Was that, yeah, am I remembering not? that right? Sure. A silvery mist surrounds you. You suddenly appear inside a dim room. A fireplace sparks to life and you realize you're inside a cabin surrounded by a familiar satyr, centaur, and a toddler satyr. Uh, the small four-legged satyr neighs with a one-tooth smile. Guten talk, strangers. How do you know my song? We've met. Yeah, how do you not remember us? Yeah, don't you remember us? How did we meet? A giant owl picked you up. I shot it, and then you fell down, and uh, you've got memory loss. I remember that much. We found... Uh, wait, is it the centaur talking or the satyr? Uh, it's the centaur. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Satyr, satyr. <laughs> oh. Well, we found the centaur at the, at the shop and brought him back to you. Remember that? Oh, of course. How could I forget you? Interns. Not anymore. Promoted. That's right. We got hired. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Straight up infinites now. Yeah, oh, right. Wilhelm looks very happy to see you. He goes in for a group hug. Pip whinnies cheerfully, and you see Howie looking off into the distance. Please, please, come warm yourselves by the fire. Okay. Help yourself to some of my special glervine. 
hanging over the fireplace, you see two copper kettles of simmering red liquid and a few empty mugs. And Wilhelm himself is uh, sipping on a hot drink. Yeah, I grab one too. Wait, this isn't based off of the Deja Violets, is it? It's drink? No, no, no. Heavens no. Okay. Yeah, I'll drink some. I mean, this one isn't. I, I do sometimes make it with uh, Deja Violets, but this one does not. Okay, I'll drink some. What are you doing here? You ask that, and as you're asking that, Howie leans in and whispers something into Wilhelm's ear. And Wilhelm turns to him. These are our friends, Howie. Bart, Gum Gum, Kyborg, and Mud. Don't you remember meeting them in Herbloom? Howie smiles sheepishly and nods and sits down and slips on his glorifying. You have to forgive Howie. His memory has only gotten worse since you last saw him. I'm sorry. We're trying to keep a low profile here. What are you doing here? Remember Hugh Manor? He was raising some heck. He was like one of the leads of the, the what was the glass place? Yeah, it's his fault that we're here. Oh, well, oh we're, wow. we're currently hunting him. We're on a man. Good. Did he trap you here? Well, no, he was in jail in Herbloom uh -huh. and Meld became the new guild head and everything was great in the city. But one day the Glockentower chimed an alarm and screams erupted around town because Hugh Manor was on the loose. And before we could act, the city was overrun with a swarm of red creatures calling themselves Anarchs. They ran rampant throughout the districts, wreaking havoc and burning buildings and attacking people. So we fled and we found refuge here. A Chesdi told us about the roots of Reminisce oh. uh, and how they might help Howie with his memory loss. So we arrived, the roots seemed to help Howie's recall, so we built this cabin. Oh. But right as we started to settle in, the Anarchs showed up here, ambushed us and burnt nearly all the roots to a crisp. Huh. If the Anarchs let Humanor out, and the Anarchs are creatures of chaotic energy and might be connected to Entropa, then that means that Humanor might be working with Entropa as well. Well, we don't know that the Anarchs work for Humanor, or if it's a coincidence, or if they just showed up and Humanor sees the opportunity mm -hmm. I said to might. escape. <laughs> they have no further definite answer on that. Well, anywho, we're here to stop that because it's like affecting other lands as well. So. We're also looking for a Garador. Garador. I don't know of a Garador, but perhaps we could experiment with what's left of the roots and make a, a mixture with my Deja Violets, and maybe you can find the answers you're looking for in the past. Okay. I'm yeah. going to do that. Let's do Great. that. Just bring me a few Deja Violets and dig up some of the roots from outside. Oh. <clears throat> Mage Hand. Mage Hand. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Bart. Bart does the... Uh, and his Mage Hand off to get a scoop of flowers. Great. Who's going to get the roots? Uh, Wilhelm, uh, would you mind doing the opposite of what you did to get us in here to get me outside? Okay, or you can use the door too, but I can, I can send you've you back got, out. You've got, you've got <laughs> flowers out there that will make, send me back in time every time I try to leave your cabin. The way it's laid out, now that you're inside, you can probably deduce that the flowers are there as a buffer to keep people from approaching the cabin. Okay, so there are roots within that perimeter? You can go out without being affected by the Deja okay. Violet. I head outside, Gum Gum bites off some of the roots and hands them to me and I give him, take him in. You said Gum Gum, do you mean Gumbo? I keep saying that, Gumbo. <laughs> Yum. Gumbo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, since you've done this before, Bart, you know how to safely handle the Deja Violets with Mage Hand. I do. You bring uh, the Deja Violets and the roots back inside, and Wilhelm says, okay, now you just need to crush the flowers and the roots together uh, and make a powder for me. While this is going on, he's uh, working over the fire, making something. Hmm. I give him the Kyborg. No, probably more Mage Hand, because uh, they're still Deja Violets. Okay, I hand the roots to the Mage Hand. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, and there is the mage hand. Are you going to use the mage hand to crush them together, uh, Bart? Sure am, if I can. Yeah, make a medicine check. What are those little bowls? Am I still dressed as a doctor? Mortar and pestle. That's the one. I don't know. That's up to you. Are you? I am still dressed as a doctor. We'll, yeah. give, we'll, <laughs> give, we'll give you advantage then because you're dressed okay. as a doctor. Excellent. That's all you got to do is just look like one. Yeah, his not 20, 25. His performance <laughs> role was so good as a doctor that he gave himself the confidence. It's all about self-confidence and believing in yourself. Yeah. And- Anyone can be a can do surgery with yeah, confidence. Yeah, just wear a doctor's outfit. <laughs> a lot of people in the pandemic thought the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bart, you instruct your mage hand to crush the flowers and roots together, and it creates a powder. Wilhelm comes over and grabs the powder and mixes it into something that he's mixing over the fire and makes a liquid out of it and pours it into some glasses and says, here, all of you drink this. Perhaps you can find the answer to who Garador is in your past. Cool. Cheers. Cheers to you. And I down it. Here's the mud. <laughs> Bart whips out a straw and takes sips. Mm, little sippy cup. Mm-hmm. Kyborg, you too? Yeah, I put it in a protein shaker, add a little whey. No way. <laughs> Your surroundings blur past you, swirling into a soup of colors, shapes, and sounds and smells. It feels like the world around you is expanding in every direction until everything slows down to a halt. Kydelius, everything feels extremely hazy. You can only catch glimpses of what feels like memories. You see snowflakes falling all around you and look up to see a blood red moon shining brightly over the woods. Next, you see a cloaked stranger approach you saying something. No harm, handsome. Then the cloaked stranger is suddenly next to you, tending to your shoulder, singing a song. Finally, you, uh, there's no way I could put, successfully say something backwards <laughs> without like backmasking it ahead of time. Finally, you look down to see you have a new iron arm attached to your right shoulder and you hear the stranger say something. A draconic song. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Does he do the thing where he puts his finger up on his lips and goes, shh. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a child in this moment. Well, no, you got your arm. Younger. I guess. Okay, well, then I, I sing it, a, I just sing a draconic song to them. What does it sound like? You're taking requests? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Bart, it feels the same for you. Very murky, and you're only catching vignettes of memories. You smell the briny ocean and hear the unmistakable sound of the wind in the sails of the Jebediah. Next, you find yourself below deck, playing and singing a merry tune for the crew. You finish the song, and the crew claps heartily. Amongst the crew, you spot a cloaked figure, and they too are clapping. And suddenly, you're manning the helm of the ship and see Captain Marge talking to the cloaked stranger at the bow of the ship. You think you hear the stranger say, Embryo. Then suddenly hear the chirping of birds and feel the warmth of the sun. You're holding an infant half-orc in your arms, singing to them while they suck on a rock. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's scorpions. I said Def Leppard. How embarrassing. (laughs) Cut that, cut that. No, no, keep it. Uh, The memory fades, Bart. 
Mud, everything goes foggy and a flash of memories fill your senses. You hear the trickling of rain and the squelching of your feet trudging through mire. Then the rain stops and you're looking square in the eyes of a brown bear, but you see a streak of pink in its hair and realize you're seeing your own reflection in a puddle of water. Suddenly you hear a clang and quickly turn around to see a cloaked figure stumbling near your pack and campfire. You instinctively roar and the stranger drops something, then runs off into the thickets. Next, you're looking down at your campfire and see that some dirt has fallen in your coffee mug and there's a note attached to your pack. One word on the note stands out amongst the rest. Internship. Wow. Interesting. Do I get to look to see what they dropped? Yeah, you turn to look and the memory fades. Ah, dang it. It's uh, a very important person in all of our lives. Gum Gum, the haze dissipates and you hear something in the distance. You wiggle around off your stomach, and though the room around you appears to be enormous, you see everything quite clearly. You're in a crib, glowing with twinkling lights floating overhead. There's a toy strewn about on the floor. What kind of toys do you think you would see? How old am I at this point? You're in a crib, so you must so be very, very small. It's just a bunch of chew toys. Yeah, like stuff like that looks like fruit and little flowers. Mm. Maybe. Maybe a He-Man action figure. <laughs> Maybe some Legos. Stretch Armstrong. You continue to hear barking outside the window. Can I crawl to the window? Yeah, make a strength check to see if you can get out of the crib. <laughs> How strong is this baby? Yeah. Find out. Pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I did the wrong thing. I did a strength, strength save. save. That's 18 if you do the first one. No, it's a nine for the first yeah, one. Yeah, nine for the, yeah, sorry. You struggle and you can't get over the crib. It's just way too high for you. And you feel your fists and face clench up and a surge of energy rushes through your body and you begin levitating up and out of the crib. And then can I move towards the window? Yeah, you're able to, now that you're levitating, you're able to easily reach the window and you look up to see a crescent moon wrapped in fluffy clouds quickly brushing across the night sky. You hear some more barking and look down and see rows and rows of radiant flowers, vines, and other plants. At the far end of the row closest to you, you see a scruffy little puppy caught in some vines. Oh, can I bark at it and then and try and, like, climb down to it? Yeah, well, you don't have to climb. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're levitating, yeah. I... Without thinking, you crash through the window, <laughs> uh, heading towards the puppy. <laughs> you approach the scruffy little puppy, whimpering and struggling in the vines. And before you can help the poor thing, it starts growing. It rapidly gets larger and larger, matted and feral hair stretching out across its now beastly body. The vines easily snap off of it. Its eyes turn a shade of crimson red and the massive monster bares its teeth at you. You feel the fangs sink into your arm and a mixture of sharp pain and drowsiness washes over you. With a whoosh, you all wake up and see you're back in Wilhelm's cabin, each sitting by the cozy fire. All of you except for Gum Gum. The three of you look over and see your half-orc friend in a fixed trance. His eyes turn red, his body begins to convulse violently, and you hear him silently scream two words. What words do you scream, Gum Gum? Ouchie! <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> Find out know. in the next episode of Tales from the Stinky <laughs> so Dragon. I'm confused right now. Ouchie! <laughs> Who is that figure? Who is that figure? That's not Mel, Who's it? that girl? Who is it? You said Don't think it. Didn't you say Hansel? No, no, it was a... That was something that was whispered at one point. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh... To Kyborg? To Kyborg, yeah. yeah. Or Kydelius. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The only answers you should be able to get are found in the next episode. Oh. So, here's a quick shout out to folks that interacted with us on social media recently. Here's some NPCs named after them in this episode. HSD, the Matriarch Papixies, named after HSD, like the letters, get it? Delil and Emma Memma are the Nursing Papixies, named after at... 
Dill Emma. The Clean Bees family with quadruplets is named after at Clingy Bees. Brando Horn the Torians, named after user Big Brando 1840. Defquan the Kid Playing Float Tags, named after user Defquan 1191. And Pip Scream the Child Satars, named after at Pip Punk. We also want to give a special thanks to some friends who provided voiceover for characters in this episode, like Grizzly, voiced by Issa Badiola, and Aleve, voiced by Jessica Vasami. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Thank you.